As I opened up my eyes this morning, I look over and I saw Satan run. After he spent the entire night watching me, evaluating me, seeing what area, what area in her life that is lacking in believing that she's not exercising her faith. What area that she's not confident in and the one she says she serves who actually is because I also know I was also created by him. I know I failed. I know I inherit eternal death, eternal fire. But until then, what area in her life cannot cause her to come on my side? Where? Saw nothing. Because far as and within me, he have nothing. And he also witnessed the presence of God right within me and also lying beside me. He saw God within me. He see Christ within me. He see Holy Spirit within me. He see authority in me. He see confidence in me. He see redemption. He see salvation. He see an overruling. He see a mouth that's not afraid to speak the words that God say, which he also believe, because he can also relate, but he cannot come back. He's like, oh no, here they go again. Worshiping God again. Using their faith again. Singing songs of worship and praise again. Lifting their hands again. Lifting their hand again. Having eyes to see again. Ears to hear again. Hearts understand again. Another day of this. 24 hours in a day, 365 days a year. I got to hear this until he come back. And when he come back, I have eternal fire. I'm doomed. And most importantly, my plan failed because I lost. What was I thinking to even have a thought that I can overrule the creator who created me. And look at his demons and say, look at you fools. That's how he talked to them. Look at you fools. All of you guys followed me. All of you followed me. And we all do. So who out here in the earth can I search? Who heart is open for me to come in? Who's hurt? Who feel abandoned? Who's angry? Who's lacking in faith? Who's lustful? Who can I find who don't know that they have a free gift of salvation? And here we are, many members in one body. The body name is above every single name. Even the one who's seeking any areas in our life that he can devour. Christ watching him search us. And before the new covenant, 
like the testimonies of the old covenant, Satan had to ask God, can he tempt? But God so loved the world that he gave, he gave, he gave. It's only begotten son on our court. Because of our sin, because of our wrongful thinking, outside of where we are created, how we are created. And I love the fact that Satan don't even have to go to God and ask, can he tempt anything anymore because of Christ? Dealt with it all. We also have power. We also have authority to look Satan in the face and say, you have nothing in me. No, you cannot. We are used vessels in the earth, mouthpieces of God. No, you cannot ask God to tempt me because I am not to be tempted because you have nothing in me. Christ within me, his blood within me, the word within me. Cause my faith to rise within me, my confidence within me, the boldness within me, the power within me, the fire within me, and I'm overflowing. My water don't fall like seeds to the wayside. It's a harvest, a constant of supply. And the water never run dry. The water of the world, you may thirst again. But the water that Christ has, you will never go thirsty again. It's a constant of supply. So much happened to me last night. It was like a spiritual, like Holy Ghost, like... <laughs> Electrical shark wave, the best way I can describe it. Like it was like all night throughout the night. Like every 10 minutes, and my body respond to it. And Satan sitting there watching it happen. Sitting there watching me become quickened. Sitting there watching me become sharpened. Seeing what's on my mind. Seeing what's in my heart. Regarding his plan. Knowing I'm catching it down under our feet. But not just on my accord or on my ability or my family. But the entire planet. He's afraid of the fire. He's afraid of your determination. He's afraid of your gifts. And every moment that you breathe, they are being sharpened. Because every moment you have spent here, you are growing. You are more than enough. You always have. You are not sick. You are not in debt. Because you're not guilty. Justice for all men. You are blameless before Christ. You are shameless before Christ. You are seated with Christ, in Christ, through Christ Jesus. I'm not focused on the words that's the opposite contrary to what my words say, which is what God already said, because those words that matter. These are words of love, words of faith. I don't use the word hope too much, just pretty much saying it depends on how you use it. It depends on how you use it. If you're using a sense of prayer, that means you're hoping to have faith to see what you believe in for God to do what he already done. 
There's no prayer chains. There's no negotiation of chains. There's no intercession of chains. There's no faith of chains. Because every chain has been broken. Chains, strongholds are chains. And strongholds came down, came down, continue to come down because Jesus continue to be lifted high. Every chain has been broken. Every chain. There's a name for every chain. And the reason every chain is broken because of Christ. And I love to continue to confess the name above. Above, not in between, not below, but above every name. Satan can hear exactly what I'm saying. And he also can relate. Because he was created to be a worship leader. Leading the others into worship. And yet they've been stripped from you and it's still here. Reside on the inside of every single one of us as a reminder. Who's in control? Who's in control? When it comes to the impossibilities are actually possible. Who's in control? God use me. Send me to places to bring forth your glory however you want to. The answer is yes. Because I would never say no. Because you have never said no. When it came to our connection unto you, once again, once and for all. So who do we have on the inside of us? And that caused us to be able to do what? We are unstoppable. We are unshakable. We don't have to shake anything. In order to shake something off, that means something came upon you. It don't come near my dwelling. So I have to shake off anything. Continue to clap my hands. Continue to wave. Continue to stomp my feet. Continue to sing the songs prophetically. You have a gift as a psalmist? Sing prophetically. Your belly is full of words from the kingdom for this day and time. Right here, right where you are. Sing you psalmist. Dance you dancers. Write you writers. It's already within you. There's nothing wrong with singing someone else's song. But it is wrong and it becomes wrong and it becomes unbeneficial when it's not the season for the song. You are carried around the season on the inside of you. Holy, Holy Spirit is the reason for every season. You understand. God give you words, you write them down. It don't matter what time of day it is. That's how God shopped me. One time he just had me keep writing. Everything he gave me, I had to write. And it was coming like every 10 minutes throughout the night. For months, years. Then it became firsthand. That's what I do. You know why? Because that's what we do. That's what he do. And we're like him. In his image. He got an ounce. 
He's teaching us by showing us and preparing us to strengthen us and grow us in the area of being exactly who we are, which is like him. To be Christ-like is to be like God. You got a vision? Write it down. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. Satan hears us confess the name Jesus. He also hears the confessions of other false saviors and other false gods. But there's only one savior. There's only one God. And he already know who it is. And he know us as members of the body know who he is. Let me take some pressure off of your back. You don't have to work and do anything. So don't panic. When you see others doing things for the kingdom, know that you're already in ministry. If God didn't put in your heart to do, continue to do what he's leading you to do. Until then, you understand. Don't ever feel like you're not doing anything or you're not doing enough. You are more than enough because who's on the inside of you? Whatever he wants you to do, he's going to tap your heart. He's going to tap your spirit. You're going to become so bold. That fire going to begin to fit. Uh, just go. Can't find no words right now. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. That fire is going to be just, you know, poof. You'll know when God's putting you up to something. Because I can feel in the body. That many people are thinking that they're lacking because they're not doing anything. Not even knowing you're doing what you're exactly supposed to do. You understand. Everyone not called to walk out and travel and do this and do that. You may be traveling, but not how I'm traveling. You understand. Don't think because you're not walking outside, you're not being moved. What I mean by God. You understand. Take that pressure off your back that don't belong to you. The enemy wants you to think you're not doing enough. And the only reason why he's doing it, he's trying to tamper with your confidence. They have you thinking that you're not good enough. That you have to work for something that he already knows is free unto you. And he's reminded by that every day with them chains on him that he don't have no key to open up and unlock. Foreverly bound. Foreverly defeated. You understand? God forgave all of us for what he done. Even though God forgave him, but what he did can never go undone. It's so amazing. Because of one man. And because of the name above every name, the other man. So many families are being fed. So many families are being restored. You understand. Back into the kingdom. So many random phone calls. Forgive me for what I've done. And I mean years of years of division amongst the families, colleagues, friends. Any encounter you had to cause a disconnection. Expect the random, which is the wonder. Surprise. Expect surprises. And have an expectation with no limitation. 
Let God freely come as he wants to, as he ought to. Because I remind him that he already know, but just let him know that you know. He can do all things, you understand. He know what he can do. But to let him see that you also know. That's how I receive his glory. When they say we have to go back to wearing the mask. Is that going to change how I feel inside spiritually? That's where the glory is. To speak things in the atmosphere. From our world to this world. That's how you receive his glory. Not having fear. Not having doubt. Not having worry. Watching what I say. Continuing to praise. Continuing to give thanks. And faint not. Again I say faint not. You have to declare it's your season and it's your time all the day long. No matter what it looks like. Don't let nobody try to rob you what God already said belongs to you. A lot of people qualify themselves due to what they have in their bank account. No, what qualify you when Christ got up. Knowing that you also got up. It is finished. And Satan watching me, hearing me say it is finished because he also witnessed on the dirt day when Christ got up. Jesus. Christ got up. And he knew he was going to get up. Imagine God in the earth The son of God in the earth. Split image of God in the earth. In the flesh. Wasn't moved by anything. Not moved by anyone or any words. Lowered himself beneath everybody around him. In the lower parts of the town. Build it for a living. Fix things for a living Naturally and spiritually And walked around Knowing where he from Knowing what he able to do And still had the patience to wait for the time For the glory to be revealed When he said it is finished Growing up as a child, even in your mother's womb, knowing it's finished. Knowing why you're here. Knowing you the name above every day. Everywhere he went, he knew that. Even as a little boy, we had to go look for him. He in a temple. Did I not say I'm about my father's business? In other words, why are you worrying? I'm not just any old child. Even though I appear to be in the flesh. But I am. The son of God. God used you to carry me around. To birth me to be here. But don't forget for a second. Why I'm here. Cause see heaven while he walking in the earth Seeing like God Knowing everything Everyone At the same time All the time All the day long 
because of who he is. And we are just like him. God said, I'm not just going to have you go to many places at one time in your dreams, Quenisha, or anybody else. I'm elevating you to be a lot of places, the same as I, at the same time. At the same time. I'm not worried about how God going to get me to these countries. I never had to. It may look like at the time I was working paycheck to paycheck, but guess what? God made sure I always had. And by me raising my son the way he should go. It was a time that I didn't know how, but I knew God was. But I'm talking about in the natural. And my son said, All I remember, mom, is every time we needed something, it always came. And you said it came because God provided it for us. And that's all I know is that he did that every time. And that's all I know is that he will continue to do that. With that mentality as a kid, even now, even more, because of the time. You must raise your kids in the way they should go. I'm trying to tell you. It's not about you raising your kids in the way you think they should go. Or how they, you think that you should go within them. God preparing you to prepare them for their generation for his glory's sake. How can God protect what you won't allow him to protect? He don't desire your kid to be kidnapped. He don't desire your kid to be abducted. He don't desire your kid to be murdered. Are you aware of the covering? I'm not a God of force. You either want my protection or you don't. You understand. Before my father had to go to prison, God released to me what he prayed unto him. No matter what you do or whatever my daughters do or my wife, you make sure you keep them here. You protect them from any harm because I'm supposed to be the protector and I have to go. You got to step up now. God never failed. Never failed. My sister have a marvelous testimony. I'm trying to tell you. I'll never forget that she got ran completely over by a metro bus. A metro bus. Running to catch the bus. And the bus ran completely over her. And all she had was a broken ankle and a couple of minor bruises. And then she got ran over again. It made the news. Because some guys wanted to lure her into a car. And she refused to go. And they had some words to exchange. And they jumped the car on the curb. And ran her completely over. 
to the point it took most of the skin off her back. Had one of her legs, her left leg turned completely around from her knee joint. From her knee all the way to her toes was completely twisted the opposite way. So many internal injuries. And they called my mother and they said, we don't know about this one. For a doctor to say that over the phone, that's supposed to be said in person. So imagine the panic. So at the time I was teaching, I'm in class, doing morning circle time. And then, you know, I got the phone call from my mom, but it was through my director who came to tell me, but she panicked. Came at me just like this. Miss Quinesha, your sister been ran over terribly down the street. She in ICU. And they said, I don't think she gonna make it. You need to go ahead and go. And then, uh, you know, the headquarters came and was like, they were there at the time and they came in the room and was like, don't ever give a message like that, especially in front of somebody who with kids. <laughs> you gotta call her outside. She said, I don't mean no harm. I didn't just say it. I mean, it just, it, it just hit me that hard. Because I can just put myself in your shoes to hear some news like that. And I said, thank you for telling me. But I stormed out. And I, I said, oh my God, I forgot all my bags and stuff. And I calmed myself down. I greeted, you know, said, you know, see you later to all the, my children in the class. And my colleagues, my co-teachers. And I left. Good thing the hospital was like, you know, five minutes away. No, I had to meet my mom five minutes away by the hospital. They had to take her to another hospital because the one that she was there couldn't do too much. So they flew her in a helicopter to another hospital. She was in GW, which was one of the best hospitals in Washington, D.C., which is the one I was born in. She was too. And to see my sister like that. You know when you have so much trauma, you swell up. Cast all, leg in the air, cast in the air, both arms in the air, and cast, pretty much a body cast. Cast around her head, bruises on her face and her arms. It took her about three months to recover. She got a lot of pins in her legs. All of that because she refused to get in the car with some guys who she knew was gonna to try to defile her. Jesus. And I told her, make me a promise or say this or something that you would never be out there that time of night again. Don't be out there that time of night again. And be mindful how you talk to people. Because a lot of people go home prematurely due to an argument that escalated bad. Satan thought that he had my sister. But when they begin to cut those casts off, they was like, you just a living witness that God is real, girl. They got a, a, a whole record of all the times she had to be admitted there due to so many tragedies. So many. She on I-95 
turned her head for a second in a red Corvette and lost control of the wheel. Twirl over eight times in the air and got out the car and walked away from the scene. My father know that he has a, a strong relationship with God, but he also know due to our home and our upbringing that we also have a relationship with God. And so do you. I don't have to know word from word what you have been through. But I know one important message. One important testimony. One important confession in the atmosphere. Is that glory be unto God. Satan tried it every single time. He tried to rob me from the truth. Here I am, a woman who never cared about marriage, but knew I was called into the ministry, but didn't even care about it. That was definitely a strength to me to want to prepare for that. I was like, I just want my assignment, God. That, uh, I mean, that didn't really matter to me, never. Then all of a sudden, the enemy was searching that one day and say, oh, she stopped going to church. Oh, she started back drinking. She started back smoking and hanging with the wrong crowd. Let me try to bring someone to her life that can cause her not to walk in what God already said belongs to her, which I can see. I can't have that plan come to pass. That's going to destroy my works. Even though I know greater is he that's in them than me. So let me bring this man her way out of nowhere. Let me dress myself. I'm going to disguise myself as an angel. Since she believe in angelic hosts so well. Let me catch her. While she's not focused. While she's not paying attention. Jesus. Trying to make something work that's not meant to work is not going to work. It's going to frustrate you every time. Anytime you have to remind somebody about your ministry and how not to be representing themselves while you are in ministry, knowing your level of fame, knowing your level of impact. Impartation in the world Knowing what God called you to do To change many nations And you have someone who don't even Take it serious In their own walk And you gotta keep reminding them Not to make us both look bad That's not good That was one of my biggest You know worries all I kept seeing is future encounters when I'm in a magazine and they catch you doing something you weren't supposed to do. And here you are married to a woman of God. And you being found doing things you know that's not of God. 
making the whole ministry look bad. And here come Christ last year. Something good is going to happen to you. Something good is happening to you. Something good is happening to you. And it's working itself out for your good. I told Christ last night, you sat on the edge of my bed, on the left side by the window. I didn't expect you to come like that. But knowing you were already here like that, Jesus. And look what he have done. My God. <laughs> look what he have done. God, Jesus, transform my life around. Everything worked out for my good. Everything. And that goes for everyone. We are all children of God. If it was just for the body, Christ would already came back for exaltation. There's many more souls to gain, to keep. And they're running back, running back. I can't speak any longer as a member of the body saying the body not in place. No, the body is in place. That's how we talk. That's how we use our faith. The body is in position. The body is standing like never before. There's no rock in the body. There's no division in the body. There's no work of our own in the body. He already finished it for the body. Because of his body. You understand? No matter what people may call you and say. Oh we got to go back to doing this this way. We never go backwards. Now we ought to obey the laws of the land. But it's also about your response to what you believe in. Do that mean be disobedient if they say go back to wearing a mask? You wear a mask because you're obeying the law. But it does not say that you believe in the law. You understand. Do you understand? We don't wear masks. And I mean spiritually. No matter what's taking place in the law, naturally. God said we have to obey the laws of the land. Not some laws. You understand. Because we operate in obedience. Many people have went to prison these days because of their attitudes towards their religion. Showing that they're not humble before God. They hear what he has to say concerning anything. See, in Martin Luther King days, there was segregation. And if you say certain things and do certain things, you can get hit on, beat on, even bit by dogs, vicious dogs, jailed. <laughs> 
murdered. And that was the purpose of the march. Freedom, togetherness, love, where we are actually walking in today. We have a freedom of speech. We have a right to vote. We can work wherever we want, receive any education, higher education. You understand. We are free indeed. We are free indeed. Because of what Christ done already on our behalf. You understand. To every psalmist, every writer, even chefs, painters, whatever your passion is, you do it with the overflow was you know, on the inside of you, release that out. Release that overflow. That's what I'm trying to say. Release that overflow because that is what the world needs. We don't need you saying what someone else said, doing what someone else done. And it's okay to sing the songs, do the dance, but God has placed something within you for the noun time. Release. I'm going to tell you something. Even with your food, your baking, whatever. When you do it out of love, anything you do out of love, people receive the love from it. And there's nothing but God. Nobody but God. You're a designer? Design. You understand. And Satan's sitting right where you are watching. Watching Christ within you. As you continue to go and experience glory upon glory. Satan can do nothing about it. But try to tempt you. And we've been given the answer every time. Is get thee behind us Satan. He's behind. He's in the past. His plan is over. We won. Because of Christ. I love you so much. Enjoy this day. I want you to be very still. And when I say still, I don't mean physically. I want you to be very spiritually still. From this day forward and know that he is God. No, don't just say it. I want you to really allow your spirit man to release that unto you. That your body become total aware because of your spirit man. Because your body and your flesh is under total submission. Because your spirit man is overtaking and overruling your flesh. What it feels like to be still and know. To know. God said you don't have nothing to worry about, Quenisha. Nothing. There were people... In my life, throughout my life, try to ask me things they know the answer to already. They know the answer to, but just think they could trip me up by hearing the answer. Naturally, do you have financially? Do you have? Do you have 
You understand. But what do you have? What do you have? And your answer as to who you have is so much more to any question as to what you can have. It actually is the reason for the bringing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Untouched. Those were some powerful waves last night. God was like, my arm lift up, my leg lift up. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is this? God said, do not be afraid of sudden fear. Don't be nervous. Just receive it. Hallelujah. I thank God for that. Someone is calling someone name outside who must appear to be still asleep. I must say, excuse me, um, I'm recording. <laughs> be quiet. No, I'm just kidding. Ty sleep. <laughs> Ty don't hear you. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, Ty get up and answer them. Jesus, he stay focused. Y'all gonna get to a point where y'all stop hearing stuff in the background. My God. Jesus. My God. But it's not gonna cause me to be moved. Hallelujah. Good. Tie answer. My God. Hallelujah. Greater is he who is in us. Greater. Greater. Not just great is he who's in us. <laughs> greater. And Satan knows God is greater. When I see, when God shows me Satan's army, I say to myself, when I first read that him and a couple of other angels got kicked out, I thought it was maybe like two or three, four. No. He can't create anything. When I saw how many people that he had to go along with what he was saying, that meant you came, you are walking in the kingdom, saying, gaining people to do the opposite as to how they were created. And someone was following you as you're trying to gain others. And God watching you do it. Saw you do it in the midst of him creating you before he even thought to create you and still decided to create you for such a time as this. Now you don't just hear God saying anything, Christ said anything. Now you see us as his children having the same power. You thought you conquered life. And instead, he sent himself in the earth and his son to conquer death. Who do you think you are, Satan? No one. Exactly. Your plan could do nothing. Not while we're here. Not while we have the power. No way. I see a silver spoon. And there's some purple syrup being pulled on the spoon. 
It looks similar to when you get that purple medicine when you were a kid. But there's no medicine in the kingdom. There is blood. That covers us. And God has put it in my mouth for me to drink. To take. And I'm not even going to ask some, you know. <laughs> I'm over that. Like what is this God? What does this mean? Be unto me. My God. That's my declaration. Whatever you show me, be it unto me. And thank you for allowing it to be unto me. Thank you for allowing it to be according to your word. Satan tried it with us. And still looking around trying. To see what areas. And imagine what that looked like. He keep walking past back and forth of you and say, nope, there's nothing. I'll try again a little bit. Come back, still nothing. 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 See, that's the thing. It's like, come in, Satan. Oh, my God. He trembles. Ah, I'm sorry to laugh. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You know you lost Satan. Look at us win for something we didn't even do. From our God, who also created you. Look at us, Satan. Jesus. Look at the body of believers. Look at the souls coming back, running back. Look at the glory upon glory. Look at the name above every name. Look at the outcome. Look at the outcome. Look at the finished work. Jesus. Look at the laughter when you try to bring sorrow. Look at the praise. In the midst of anything you try to bring our way. We're fully persuaded. Look at the persuasion. Look at the faith. See the virtue. Leave it out of us. Into our God. Back from our God. Into us. To release it to the world. Watch that Satan. Jesus. Look at our accounts become under eyes. Look at the grace. We only need nothing in the financial arena. Because God has opened up doors that no man can close. Jesus. I told God, I'm going to need my own airline. You're going to be sending me out like that. Jesus. There's nothing God cannot do. He just want us to know that. Nothing. I'm not believing just for things that seem okay. Oh, it can happen. No. The things that seem like people will say, oh, that ain't never going to happen. Ha, already did. Already did. That's where I'm at with it. Already did. I'm already at the well done. You understand? Jesus. 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 I had people look at me like, you're so blessed, Quenisha. In the past, you're so blessed. You're so fired up by God. Even, you know, months ago, you're so fired up. You're so bold. You're so anointed. Your faith is just all the way up to here. I have a house. I have a car. I have a business. I have a degree. That's what I consider to be a person who's prosperous. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Silver and gold 
Jesus. When Peter said, I have not. Whoever said it, I got to keep reading some more, guys. Somebody said, Jesus. Was it Pete? Whatever. Silver and gold have I not. That don't mean he, he, he couldn't get it. He wasn't even referring to his natural account. He's referring to what's happening spiritually. What I have, money can't buy. Pretty much is what he was saying. <laughs> money can't buy you freedom. Money can't buy you prosperity. Money can't buy you success. Money can't buy you happiness. And the same person who said it to me messaged me and said, do you have a word for me? My business is crumbling down. It looks as if I'm losing people. I'm losing the influence. I'm, I'm, I'm. That's why you got in the way. Get out. But you came to a person who you thought had nothing. But just confess, I have more than enough. More than what you can ask or even think. You understand. It's not about a business. It's not about a home, a fancy car. It's never about that. That comes along with the wealth. But in spirituality, wealth is the increase of knowledge. That produces natural wealth. The knowledge that you gain as to who your God is and how you are in his image so are you in this world you understand I told God that's just how I feel I don't like driving it was just never in me to like driving even when I was having cars I didn't like driving even racing in cars, doing things that I'm supposed to do behind the wheel. I don't even like the whole idea of being behind in the wheel. I don't like it. Where I always feel this way, I'm not going to say that. But I thank God he provided me with drivers to sit in the back. Man of God, do you mind driving me around? Oh my God. Hey, let me talk to you. Do you mind that I don't like driving? My God. <laughs> I didn't say I wouldn't. I said I don't like it. I make sure me and my son have drivers to drive us around. I thank God for that. I don't like It's just things that people just do not like. Driving is my thing. I'm not comfortable behind the wheel to even enjoy it. I don't like it. I don't like the experience. Especially the ones I had. <laughs> I just don't like anything about it. And it's so amazing. Like I mean, it's not amazing, but when I'm in a car like my mom in the past, my God. <laughs> she always asked me how to get somewhere after we already done been. And I'd be like, oh, I don't know. You ain't paying attention to the road? Oh, no. Nah. You just enjoy looking out the window. Oh, yeah. That's what I've been doing. My God. I'm not riding around looking at signs. I got some signs, all right? There's not on no boards. Jesus. So, man, of God, man of God. 
Oh God. I had a car. You alright with that? You wouldn't be my husband if you wasn't. Hallelujah. Jesus. Who knows what happened? <laughs> Shoot, you always drive. Oh, I ain't gonna be the only one drive. You're not like that. I know you're not like that. You're not like that. I don't use the word spoil because that means rotten. But God said a lot of things. You don't mind, you know, being stern with me. Because that you have to be. But fathers then give me what I want, God said you will do. But not to the point where it causes me or any of us to be challenged. To be disruptive. You understand? Come on now, let's not do that. Many people take advantage. I'm going to do the same for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to do you too. Whatever you do unto me, I do unto you. But I just don't like driving, man of God. I don't like driving. I would have been bounced back. You understand? On the road. I don't like the experience. I'm not afraid. I just don't like it. You understand? I love you. <laughs> we throw that in there. I love you. <laughs> we throw another thing in there. I thank God for you. And your mercy towards me and driving. <laughs> Man of God. Thank you for driving me around. Oh God. Jesus. Speaking ahead of time. You understand. Love you. <laughs> and throw that in there again. But it's the truth though. I'm not a sweet talker. But. I like to have my way. And I don't mean that in a bad way. And I know how I can get my way from you. I know more about you than you think. God showed me so much about you. Not to take advantage, of course not. But to enjoy every moment of your love for me. You love me so much. That you'll give me whatever I ask for. And let me tell you what I'm asking for. It's what I already have. And that is you. You to be used. Help quicken and sharpen me. And teach me to become better. And I mean that. Don't cry. Oh God. To come better. And also you also. Because we are a team. I'm not marrying you for. Anything other than ministry. And enjoying every form and part of the ministry while I'm side by side next to you. And creating an army for God. For their generation. I feel in my heart and my spirit that you okay with that. That's not cutting off how many kids God used us to bring forth it. There's no limit, no number with me. When it stops, it just stops. To continue on for their generation, for the glory unto God. Doing that with you, I'm so amazed. I'm ready to get started now. Jeez. Ha. Hallelujah. I ain't lying. For real, let's get started now. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> when we get married, of course. But I'm just, you know, you know what I'm saying? But I just thank you for, you know, ahead of time. 
or how your love is towards me. And I was like, God, I'm so grateful to have a man like that. I'm not a woman to always say or say at all that the best of anything because I'm not a biased person. But far as in my life, I thank God that I'm favored. Showing so much favor. The things that God showed me you do unto me. So that I do back unto you. Spiritually. You know. Prophetically. How much you really love me. And the things you would do for me just because out of your love for me. Would never be taken for granted or advantage of. You understand me. Too much preparation to go backwards. We only going forward from here. We on a rise. You hear me, man of God? We on a rise. So you continue to shine. You understand? You represent our ministry well already. You understand? And you wear it so well. Spiritually. You understand? I love our personalities. Combining into one. I don't want you to change as to who you are. Settle in within yourself how you created to be. You understand? You're more, you know, calmer than me. I need that calmness. You understand? Your calmness, I need two fireballs. I mean, you are a fireball, but two, you know, like me. That's not me. That's not me of mom and dad. I'm dad, you're mom. <laughs> I'm, Pastor, I'm Apostle Tony. You're Apostle Cynthia. You understand? I'm like, Dad, I need that calmness. You're that calmness. You understand? You already know. Jesus. You already been prepared. So much happened in between the time of us. Knowing who, knowing each other. Let me say that. Meeting each other for the very first time. So much happened within the time. And look at the outcome. Satan is so pissed off and nothing he can do about it. We are in the outcome. And I would never, ever rather spend my outcome with anybody else other than you. You are God's best for me. You understand? You are my final things in life. I want you to know that. As you know, I'm not a woman of materialistic things. I'm a woman of faith that produces the wealth. You understand? Already wealthy. Already prosperous. Already successful. Already with you. Already said I do. Already walked down the aisle. Already, you know. Hey, hey. I'm just kidding. All right. God is amazing. He said, I didn't say nothing. That's you talking. He know, he know when you talk from when I talk. He know the difference. Jesus. God said, oh, he know the difference from when you talk from when I'm talking. But let me let God keep talking. You understand? Because I'm not going to go backwards with my words. I mean what I said. I honor you to wait. Even with my words. God. You understand? You understand me though? <laughs> yeah, you do. I'm glad you do. I love you. It's my time for now. I'm so happy to say I will soon be your wife. My God. I'm so honored for that. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. 
I love you. I love you. I love every single one of you. Enjoy this beautiful day.